0: The reading for today is recorded for us in the Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 11th chapter. As they departed, Jesus began to say to the multitudes concerning John, What did you go out into the wilderness to see? A reed shaken by the wind? But what did you go out to see? A man clothed in soft garments? Indeed, those who wear soft clothing are in king's houses. But what did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I say to you, and more than a prophet, for this is he of whom it is written. Behold, I send my messenger before your face, who will prepare your way before you. These are your words, Heavenly Father. Sanctify us by the truth. Your word is truth. Amen. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Do you fell redeemed? There were multitudes of people gathered there around Jesus. Jesus was conducting his ministry among the people, proclaiming the kingdom of God, performing his miraculous works, which testify to the authority and power of his message. And as he was doing this work among the crowd, some of John the Baptist's disciples came to Jesus with some sincere questions. And Jesus answered these questions for them, and those disciples then went on their way. But then, at that time, Jesus turned his attention to the multitudes again and spoke to them about John. These same multitudes that were gathered there around Jesus were also the multitudes that heard Jesus. John's preaching. Jesus' questions questions show us this. And with these questions, Jesus gave them an opportunity to think about the purpose for which they went to go see John. Why did you take time out of your busy day to go see this man? Why did you make the effort to go see him? whatever reason that they had to go see John, what they found was a man who was not like a reed shaken by the wind. That is, they did not find a man who simply told them what they wanted to hear, nor did they find a man who was seeking his own gain and glory, hoping to advance to a place in the king's court. No, John's faithful preaching landed him in the king's prison and eventually his head ended up on a platter. They found a man in the wilderness who was actually prophesied in the Old Testament. That's pretty exciting. But John was not only promised in the old, or prophesied of in the Old Testament, but he was faithfully doing what God had foretold he would do. John preached repentance and he pointed to Christ. Repent of your damnable sins and behold, there is your Savior from them. John was the last of the prophets and the only one of all the prophets who was physically able To point to Jesus. And sure enough. Look. At where many of those people ended up. See where they were gathered. They were gathered around Jesus. Right where they were supposed to be. Just as John wanted them. uh, To be. And so Jesus. Jesus. With these questions, also gives us opportunity to think about what we have gone out to see. We ask, why do I take time out of my busy schedule to hear these preachers? I recall one time speaking to a friend who was church shopping, and I encouraged him to uh, attend the Lutheran church I attended. And he told me that he, he went to check out uh, a church that Sunday morning, but he didn't like it because the pastor talked funny. He, he talked like, uh, like this and this with a, with a raspy and swinging voice. I knew that voice, and I knew exactly whom he was speaking about. It was the past, one of the pastors at the church that I attended, and he was a fantastic preacher. He preached the law of God, convicting the hearers of their damnable sins, and preparing the and prepared the hearts of the people for the hearing of their Savior Christ and Him crucified. And he beautifully preached Jesus and the promises. That we have because of his sacrifices and his resurrection. And so, what was this guy looking for? What was he going out into the wilderness of southwestern Minnesota to see? Maybe he was looking for someone to entertain him, maybe he was looking for someone to stir up his emotions with eloquence and a mighty voice. What he found was a faithful preacher of God's word, and he didn't care for it. And so consider Jesus' questions. What are you going out to see? What are you looking for in a preacher? Someone to scratch your itching ears, perhaps. Telling you what your sinful flesh wants to hear. Maybe a message of do better, try harder, and God will reward you and you can feel better about yourself. Or maybe a preacher who will let your pet sins rest easy and secure in your heart. We don't need to talk about those, right? Or maybe you're tempted to look for a preacher who wants to please you, who is seeking primarily to be held in honor by men like having the honor of being in a king's court now what is it should, that you should go out to see who is the preacher that you are seeking to hear here in this chapel in these chapel services or in your sunday services for one the person you will see is not someone that is specifically foretold in the old testament like john But Jesus does say that the law of Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms, the Old Testament, foretold that in this New Testament era, repentance and the forgiveness of sins will be preached in his name to all nations, beginning in Jerusalem. And so there will be faithful preachers doing this, and we ought to seek them out. The message of these preachers is the same message that John proclaimed, Repent and behold, here is Jesus. He points to, uh, uh, John points, pointed the people to Jesus, putting them before him, putting Jesus before them. And that is what preachers, faithful preachers do today. And the result today of such preaching is the same result of the hearers of John's preaching, all those who would hear the faithful preaching of repentance and the forgiveness of sins are gathered in the multitude around Jesus. And so truly, the one you ought to be coming to see is Jesus preached to you It is like the Greek men who came to Jesus' disciple Philip and asked him and said to him, Sir, we wish to see Jesus. And I know of one pulpit that has those very words written before him. Sir, we wish to see Jesus as a reminder of what his call is to do. And so you are not here for me. You're not here for any particular preacher. You're here for Jesus. And so, be prepared. Repent. For your sins deserve the everlasting wrath of God. Your callousness toward your neighbor, your lusting after the image of a screen, Your self-glorifying, glorying, and your idolatry of worldly acceptance that takes the place of contentment in our baptismal identity in Christ. These and all, all other sins are the filth of miserable sinners. So repent. And then, behold your Savior. Behold Jesus. He is almighty God come down from heaven for you. He has obtained forgiveness and salvation for you at such a great cost. The price of his blood and his life. What love he has for you. And he comes again today. These days in word and sacraments to you, to gather you, a multitude to himself, to preserve you in your baptismal grace, in which you live as his people, cleansed of all your sins. Therefore rejoice in Christ your Savior and the blessed word he has given me to speak to you. You are forgiven all your sins for the sake of Jesus' suffering and death on the cross for you. Gathered and abiding in the forgiving and life-giving word of Jesus is right where we are supposed to be. Exactly where John, and more importantly, God wants you. And it is also where I'm happy to be with you all today, dear redeemed brothers and sisters in Christ. Amen. Please rise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, forevermore. Amen. And we pray. Heavenly Father, you sent your messengers to tell of the birth of your Son, that people might believe in him. Open our ears to hear your call to repent of our sins and to seek our heavenly inheritance. May we profess Christ until we stand by his grace before the glory of your majesty. Grant this for the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.